Hello there. You're about ready to listen to a very special sneak peek of our Patreon-exclusive show, Spider-Versity. This is the show where Sal from Comic Pop and myself explore every aspect of Spider-Man media, including all the movies from Spider-Man's 1, 2, and 3, The Amazing Spider-Man, the MCU's Iron Spider saga, and even Venom. But not only that, we are now expanding our journey to include the iconic Spider-Man the Animated Series. So if you want to check out those episodes and more, you can do that over at patreon.com slash answers. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spider-Versity as we transition from the movies, because we've seen every Spider-Man movie except more base. And uh, uh, and now <laughs> we are into Spider-Man, the animated series. I want to thank you all for joining us as we begin this new stage of our Spider-Versity journey. Uh, but first and foremost, the person I'd like to thank is Sal. Oh, thank you. Who's going on this journey with me? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Spider-tastic, man. So, away. after we've seen every Spider-Man movie and the Venom movies, how did it feel how did it feel to go to further back in time to Spider-Man the animated series? Easy. It was very easy to just to just watch four episodes of this 20-minute long cartoon show. Yes. Uh plus I loved it. Like when I was a kid, I watched so much of it and uh, it was something that I had been waiting for forever. I was reading the comics at the time, and I don't know if uh, if you remember, but there was a, there was a period, and I remember having some. It went from excitement to disappointment and frustration to then excitement again because every episode is so watchable. Yes, but then there's also so much of it where you're like, ah. and I don't know why. For whatever reason, the mood I was in, I watched all four episodes. I watched two more. <laughs> I just went like, "Where's this going? Like, wh- yeah. you know, where did this end up?" Because I eventually just dropped off the show. Eventually, I was like, "Okay, I- I've got to focus on socialization in school. Like, yes. I don't have time to watch Spider-Man yeah. the animated series. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, watch, yeah. Like, I'm going to watch the girls in class. Like, not not this anymore. <laughs> yes, and that was like so. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, every comic book like that Spider-Man came out with for a time came with like an animation cell that was oh, just shit. a lie. Yeah, just a fake animation cell of the cartoon. Way better looking animation cells than the cartoon, mm-hmm. but good looking show. So you fine. know what? It's interesting. So it's interesting as as we go into this. Like uh, like you, I I I uh, was very excited for the show. I watched it religiously to a point. I didn't yeah. realize like because because uh, looking ahead, I was looking over like the first season. I'm like, oh, every episode I know. I've yep. seen. I've clearly seen the first season of the show. A great many times. Definitely. Past that, I might have seen every episode maybe once. Because mm-hmm. I vaguely remember all of them, but like stuff like we're going to get into stuff in season one that I'm like, wait, that was season one? How many times did I watch season one? Right. Uh, the answer is a bunch. Uh, um, <laughs> but it, and, and as we were talking about before we went on air, I've been rewatching Batman the animated series. Um, and, and I, so I thought going into this, I'm like, ah, cause Batman, the animated series, it, it's it, some of the stories, especially in the early episodes, like there's one where he's fighting the underdwellers, which is a, a oh. pirate in the sewer kidnapping kids. I love and you're that like, episode, man. <laughs> it's such a good one. Well, Plus, I mean, the animation can't be topped. But that's, that's the thing. A, See, that's the thing. Good looking episode. Is that, oh. is that, is that the episode itself is like, what are we doing? But it's beautiful. 
It's yeah. beautiful. And so I thought going into this, like, I remember as a kid not being terribly impressed with anime because I'm watching Batman the Animated Series, right? And they're, and they're going for a very, Batman the Animated Series is going for a very specific stylistic thing that is yes. cool and it is timeless and it will be, it will look amazing forever. I think yeah. Justice League Unlimited, all that is, is a great show and I think it looks good. It still visually does not match the first season of Batman the Animated Series. Nothing will ever look like that show ever did. It, 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 the, the studio that made the what I used to as a kid, as a child, and I like my wife was it was always like, I wish I could meet you as a kid because you seem like you had like a little briefcase and you really <laughs> because I, I remember being like cheap. Or where yeah. I went, like, I'd be watching the Batman animated series, and I'd go, oh, the A-team's on this one. Yes. You know, like, half of, which is ironic, half of the Two-Face episodes look fire. Yeah. And then the other half, the second half <laughs> looks like dog shit in comparison. Yeah. And it's like, what? And, like, I, I swear to God, every time I talk about animation when it comes to Spider-Man animated series or yeah. Batman animated series, there's the, there are more comments than not that say... How? Who even notices that kind of thing? Like, well, who even cares? And I'm like, dude, it's night and day. Yeah. Once you once you're keyed into it, it reminds me of um. Uh, so the the animation studio, I think Studio Mir, uh, that did Avatar: The Last Airbender and did a bulk of Korra, and right. and then you see like their episodes, and then you cut to the other studio that they had to do fill in stuff, and you're like, ooh, still good, but. Not like same. you said, night and day. Like, like the it, it helped you appreciate at the level the rest of the show was operating at. Yeah, you're like, right. oh, I it, took this for granted. <laughs> exactly. Once you notice, you will always notice. Like, yeah. yeah. And then I remember them switching over, and so like the A team that did like Heart of Ice and yeah. the Underdwellers, they they bankrupted themselves, <laughs> so they're gone. Yes. They'll never come again. And so then the new standard became like Mask of the Phantasm. That animation studio that made Mask of the Phantasm made the really good looking episodes of like seasons two and beyond. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's still great, but it's yeah. not like it. Can you imagine what? like a 70, like a 90 minute long Batman animated movie by the team who made that Mr. Freeze episode. Well, and you Whoa. talked about them, them, them bankrupting. So, and so it's one of those like intellectually, I know when they changed the style to kind of match what they were doing with Superman, which became the house style leading into to Justice yes. League. You're like, well, of course, like, like, like as much as I, <laughs> as much as I, I would prefer we kept this. It's like, well, like you just said, they bankrupt. It's like we can't, we can't operate we can't. at this level. We're not allowed to. So anyway, long preamble to go to. This show is actually animated pretty good. Like it's it's oh. it, it holds up better than I remember it being. It's not it gets, Batman the animated series, but also unfair comparison. <laughs> no, no, but at the same time, I did like when it's when it works, it works so well. Yeah. Like this is a this is a sexy show when it is working. Mm -hmm. And when it isn't, and you can tell from the first episode, I remember just as a kid, I don't know why, and I know that like some people like to point out whenever you're watching like Scooby Doo, oh, there's the door that's gonna move. Yep. Oh, there's the floor that's gonna move. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm really keyed into that. I really notice that kind of stuff. But like when they reuse animation, I am hyper aware of yes. it. And I was hyper as a kid. I was like, I was like, why? Like I and I know now why. It's like yeah. it's because it's because we have to fill time, and it's not like shooting where yeah. you can just take human beings and make them talk for another ten minutes. No, you have to make that from scratch. Yes, and it's like everything you need to reproduce 
is money. Mm-hmm. And so if you can find ways to cut corners and they're like, your favorite episodes, your favorite shows all did that. I'm like, not like Spider-Man the Animated Series. Like, I and, and what's funny is we're talking about the Spider-Man Animated Series, so I will keep it in that wheelhouse. Yeah. I remember seeing apparently one of the showrunners or whatever did a, did a podcast recently and he got really uptight about people giving it a hard time about like kowtowing to censorship and mm-hmm. reusing animation. And those are my two major criticisms of the show. Yeah. Bar none. And it's you could tell this show is like this show all it wants to do is be on TV. Like the the you there's a book, or at least there's a chapter in a book about Batman the animated series where they're like, here are the things they wouldn't let us do, and here's how we pushed the envelope. Yes. Now, every time we got notes, we pushed back. Spider-Man the animated series is one of those things where they went, Whatever you want and more. <laughs> like they were they were the good boy. They yes. sat in the front row. They were the teacher's pet for the censors because Street thugs fired laser pistols. Yes. The word, like, words that had been used in, like, the first two episodes were never used again. Well, you know, we're going like, to get into, we're going to get into some, what had to have been a note at the end of, so so this episode, the, the, the episode of this Night podcast of is yeah. going to be uh, the first two episodes, and for, for um, those that want to watch along, we are doing it at least for the first season. I haven't looked ahead, but I, I do know mm-hmm. they get into, like, arcs, so I don't think there's going to be a lot of Ugh. jumping around. Um Ugh. Yeah, but but we are watching it in the order that it is on Disney Plus, which is in air order. And I know, the, and and the only difference I think, and this is only matters into the second episode of this podcast, is the Mysterio episode and the Doctor Doc Ock episode are flipped. Yes, thank you. Okay, yeah. because I was like, no, Mysterio did not get introduced after the Spider Slayers. Yeah, like I remember vividly the, Doc Ock being one of the first villains. The, yeah, well, Doc Ock. I, I think that's production order. Doc Ock was before. And and here's what I'll say about that. I know some people are like sticklers, like you got to do production order. One, it's two episodes that were flipped. And two, <laughs> I'm watching Batman in again Batman the animated series in production order, and it's kind of nonsense. It clearly this is the order they produce them in. This was not necessarily the intended order of airing. I'm not sure the order it aired in was also yeah. the intended order. Uh, uh, but whatever. Anyway, point is, yeah. I'm not a stickler for that stuff. It's two episodes flipped. We're watching it, so so it's easier for us. It's easier for you at home. We're watching it in Disney Plus order. So t- today's podcast episode will be um, uh, Night of the Lizard and and Spider Slayers one. Next episode will be Spider Slayers Spider Slayers two and Mysterio. Um, cool. And the, speaking of censors, there's a very specific line at the end of Spider Slayers one. You're like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> that clearly was a censor's note. Anyway, let's yeah. let's get into it. We're talking about uh, season one, episode one, Night of the Lizard. The original air date was uh, November 19th, 1994. This is just a few days after young DJ's birthday. Happy birthday, wow. DJ. And I'm going to yeah, imagine that I probably did watch it because there's a, there's like a few month gap between this episode and when the show started, which is the same thing yes. they did with Batman Animated Series. And yep. I vividly, vividly remember watching the first episode of the Batman Animated Series on, when it aired in prime time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was over at a friend's house. So I have to imagine young DJ probably uh, uh, made time to watch this when it aired originally. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely did. There's no question. I was a Spider-Man fan. Uh, the two favorite characters from a childhood to now are Batman and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I watched both those shows when they aired. Yep. There's no question about that. In this show, I was like, I was hyped. Yeah. Because I, I, I had scrambled together as much Spider-Man animation as I could. I watched... Spider-Man 81, I watched Spider-Man is Amazing Friends, mm-hmm. I watched the horrible TV like live action show, I watched the 66 cartoon, yeah. 67 cartoon, uh, I watched it all and I was just like, I'm ready for real Spider-Man, like, yep. I'm ready for this. Yep, and I think of the ones you just listed, this 
is probably the closest to it. We, Easily. We, we, improved, we improved as time went on. Um, yes. So we've got to start with the opening, the, the great Ooh. opening uh, sequence. So 90s. Uh, 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 spider blood, Spider-Man, radioactive spider blood, Spider-Man. <laughs> I, 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 I never got it. As a kid, I was like, what? Like, yes. why is this? What is this? The, 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 the music track fire no question mm-hmm. about it it was it slaps i'm like yes uh but but like the words i'm like what i then can't just... wait so the whole like the whole musical theme of the tom holland spider-man movies is based around like the 90 the no, excuse me not 60s, the 90s the yeah. 60s like original thing i can't wait till we get to a nostalgia point where we bring <laughs> this back like where this somehow we reference this in the in the score well the most frustrating the most in- insane thing is right like they did it with X-Men. They did do it with X-Men. And if I'm if if I can be wasted. Waste waste listen. Listen, I Sal and I have different feelings about that movie. I really loved it, but but it's like wait, you're going to blow the theme on this moment. <laughs> I that I had tears in my eyes when Spider-Man came to the MCU and over the Marvel logo, they played an orchestral version of the 67 cartoon. Yeah. I was like Hell yes. And everyone was like, when are we going to get, when the X-Men come to the MCU, we're going to get an orchestral theme of the theme. And then they blew it on a cameo. Yeah, which I guess is when the X-Men joined the MCU technically. This is the first one, but it's like, this isn't that one. Yeah, this isn't one I had in mind. This isn't one I had in mind. And what what we didn't know, I'm joking, but what we didn't know is they also (laughs) used the theme from the 90s Fantastic Four cartoon, but nobody (laughs) cares, so it didn't matter. I wish. I wish. That would have been amazing. I love that. That theme... Every once in a while, I'll play it and annoy the shit out of my wife. She (laughs) hates that theme. But I love playing that theme. I also got to mention that I think the this I think they updated it over time, and I think the version has to be one from a later season because Morbius is in this opening sequence, and it's like you didn't you didn't have that yet. <laughs> you you <laughs> no. didn't have that yet at the first episode. No, but they did a Venom. They were they, ready for. They Venom. were ready for. Well, and again, I thought we I thought we sat on Venom. Like I remember when Spectacular Spider Man, which to, to me is still the the the, the water yeah, high the watermark of of Spider Man adaptations. Yep. When they did Venom in the first season, um, I was I was I at first I was like in the first season, and then they did. I'm like, oh no, really? You did a good job, but yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> no. They already did Venom in the first season. This is we've set a precedent here that we get to Venom quick. <laughs> Yeah, well, Avi Arad is above Stanley in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And listen, listen, I appreciate it here. Avi Arad's venom pushing, maybe not other places here, especially young DJ, all for it. Especially since in this episode, we get Eddie Brock uh, voiced by Hank Azaria, who's oh a goddamn God. legend, man. I didn't even fucking yes. know. It's like, that's Hank Azaria. Well, good job, man. Also, I didn't know that. You said it. I was like, Yes, it was. Yes, no it question. was. Um, we got Christopher Daniel Barnes as Peter Parker Spider-Man. Holds up. His performance holds up, I think. I think he does a yep. good job. Yeah, absolutely. No. Dude's and a late, great Ed Asner as J. Jonah Jameson. And I got to say, obviously, J.K. Simmons, top of the pile. Close there, at least because the second Ed Asner's voice comes in as J. Jonah Jameson. It's like, oh, yeah, this is how I read J.J. in the comics for years was this Perfect. voice in my head. My question is, did they cast Ed Asner as J. Jonah Jameson because of the Mailer Tyler Moore show? <laughs> yes. Right? Obviously. It had to be. Obviously. It just so happened that he's also perfect for J.J. He's so but good. But there's no also, way they weren't like, yeah. Solid Granny Goodness. Side note. <laughs> Side oh, note. No, I remember when Granny Goodness premiered and I was like, are you shitting me, Ed Asner? Yeah. Okay, show, I'm in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Perfect. So, 
we open in a way that I think every Spider-Man thing should open, where he's talking about New York City. He's like, New York City, if only things were as peaceful down there as they look as they look up here. And I'm like, yep, every Spider-Man movie should start with uh, uh, him talking about New York. Also, I do, before we get off the intro, I think we should bring back, I think animated uh, shows in particular are good at this, but I, I know sitcoms used to do this well, is where it's like, hey, here's the entire premise of the show in 30 <laughs> seconds. Here's everything yes. you need to know. In hindsight, like I think in Homecoming, they're like, hey, here is Spidey in Civil War. Great catch up, but this would have also been a really good way to be like, hey, by the way, here's here's all the bits. Here's the that, world. Yeah, here's yeah. here's all the things. Like, um, uh, I think a great example of this in comic form is All Star Superman, where like in a page, Grant Morrison is like, uh, dead planet, rocketed to Earth, raised by farmers. We're off to the. Ra- That's all you need to know. Yeah. We're off to the races. <laughs> Absolutely. No, Spider Man. There are few characters you can shorthand the origins. Three of them: Superman, Batman, and Spider Man. Where yeah. everybody gets it. You could sum it up in one line. Every Spider-Man show, cartoon, movie, whatever, just open it with a quick thing. Dead Uncle, New York City, web powers, moving on. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he got bit by the spider. He got spider powers. You know what We're, actually did it really well? That horrible Spider-Man Unlimited show. I never watched it. I never it's, watched it's, it. it. Don't, but like the opening credits, like the opening yeah. theme, they kept the whole Electronica bullshit, but like yeah. the, they just did a like this, this panel sh- where they just showed like – Nebbish teenager, uh, you know, Spider-Man in the wet, in the costume, letting the burglar run. Yeah, dead uncle. Like yeah. they just boom, boom, boom. You you did it in the opening credits, and we're moving on. And I'm like, yes, Love it. thank you. Love it. Um, uh, and I, I I would like to promise that I won't keep mentioning it, but I don't think I can make that promise. But also, I like the spectacular Spider. This show does something similar, where it's like we held on the origin until like a later episode where it like mattered. Right. Like it's like totally. okay, here's why we're gonna bring it back. Anyway. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We cut to guys uh, in the sewers. They they are working in the subways. Is it, they're subway guys. I, in my brain, I said sewers. We get to the sewers later. They're in the subway. That's what we're doing. Um, uh, we learn the sewers. We we learn well. We yeah. So they're in, the, but they're subway. We learn they're the subway techs or whatever. Oh but, okay. But we get this whole bit that was clearly oh. for some writer that was having what was, was trying to say something. Yes. Uh, one of these guys working uh, is a former TV exec that is now yep. a subway technician. Yes. Great. <laughs> maybe he maybe he's talking about himself. Like I used to work on like real TV, and now I'm doing this like sewer garbage. Like maybe that's the joke. Maybe I don't that's know. the joke. Yeah. It, it's it was really weird, and it was very specific. It was targeted for not children who are watching the show. Maybe it's like a nyuk nyuk. Okay, that's I guess a funny gag, but yes. Yeah. It's silly. <laughs> you know, it's just weird to do do one for the execs right off the bat. For the, right. the, the showrunner is like, no, I need a joke for me within the first ten seconds of this uh, <laughs> cartoon for kids. Again, though, that is a good uh, that's a good sign of things to come. Where it's just like, yes, masters, whatever you say. 
So um, the the uh, they get attacked by the lizard. The TV exec guy gets away, drives away in a panic. Um, Spider Man has this like uh, it, it takes a few episodes for them to dial in Spider Man's joke because he has this long ass joke where he's like another satisfied graduate from the New York taxi cab driving academy, and it's like, yeah, Wait, where are we where are we going with this? What, what, they're what bad. <laughs> they're bad drivers. They're reckless drivers. That's. The- <laughs> I feel like there's kind of well, you know I don't know. I feel like oh, there's no. a, more of a short way to get to that joke <laughs> i i agree with you but spider-man's quips are on point every episode he is not only like it's just so in character they work so well to quip you spider-man we've had outside of like those other you know older cartoons that mm-hmm. like the, what else is there yeah but uh yeah my I, I remember watching this with my friends i was showing my wife and my buddies uh light of the lizard a couple of years back and i remember them being like these are groaners, and I'm like, these are these are knee slappers. This is, yeah. this, is this is the A material, ladies and gentlemen. There's a there's a gag coming up where he talks about him being an urban myth, and I was like, bravo, still plays today as it did in '94. <laughs> No, no notes, no notes. Uh, so um, uh, the the we get our one of our first views of I think outside of the opening credits of the CG cityscape, which never doesn't look weird. It always looks weird. It's it always looked bad even in '94. Yeah, terrible. even as a kid, I was like, why are we doing this? What are we? Yeah, it's weird. It, this show didn't benefit from coming out a couple years after Batman the animated series. You're like, why? Going back to your point earlier, like, why are the bad guys using laser guns? It's just Joe. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Like, people die in Batman the Animated Series from bullet guns. Yes. <laughs> people you meet in the show. And uh, and in Spider-Man the Animated Series, uh, it's... Jeez, I don't know, yeah. man. Dude, there's a whole episode of Batman the Animated Series where he runs to a game. The whole episode is about this, like, he. it's a wonderful life's a gangster. And the gangster's yeah. son is, like, addicted to drugs, the drugs he sells. And it's like, whoa, whoa, kids are watching, guys. Yeah. The Underdwellers episode is a, there's that moment where Batman takes the gun away from the kid. The kid points a gun at yes. Alfred. Yes. Amazing. They yes. used to cut that out of rebroadcast. And I'm like, don't the it. reason it's in there is because of warning about gun violence. What are you doing? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so the guy's yammering. Spider-Man saves him. The guy's yammering about, like, red eyes, like, whatever. And uh, and Spider-Man's just like, this is this is my favorite Spider-Man line, I think, this episode. Like, cool, man. Just don't let the cops blame me for this. <laughs> and it's, it's so like, great. Yeah, within seconds, it's like, this this show has a better handling within seconds than the entirety of the MCU Spider-Man. Like, yeah, man, just don't let the cops blame me for this. Yeah, sure, man. Whatever you say. <laughs> so yeah, Peter's that's at- great. Peter's at the Daily Bugle, uh, and they want him to take photos of the lizard. Uh, it, this is a little confusing. I think what I'm supposed to understand is that Brock is the, supposed to write the story. Peter's supposed to take the pictures. But somehow it becomes a competition between the two to I get this $1,000 bonus, which is like, whoa, look at this This version of JJ just throwing around 1000 bucks. <laughs> oh, no. He drops like millions. He talks about how like he, they crash a party in another episode. It cost a million dollars to fix. I'm like, this dude is loaded. Yes. But that's because J. Jonah Jameson is part of J3 News. J. <laughs> Jonah Jameson, JJJ. Yeah. Uh, but he has a multimedia empire. He runs a newspaper and a TV station. Like He has a whole... He's got it on lockdown. Thank you for that. Because I you answered a question I was going to have later. Like, what is the Daily Bugle's deal? <laughs> yeah. No, it is, a, it is like if CNN also had a newspaper. Like, it's just a... <laughs> straight cool. up news empire uh but yeah man uh that yeah I, I think that the way it was set up is that eddie is a photographer too okay all and right, all that right. eddie and peter are uh, that eddie got the gu- got the gig or maybe he's a maybe he's a double threat maybe he's a writer and a photographer but like eddie is a photographer in his own right i i don't know what the deal is there but i will say 
But this show, clearly, I think, because of how many people watch this show, I think this had an insane uh, uh, reach. Yes. Um, this will inform people's understanding of Spider-Man mythology to this day. Yeah. Straight up. People think that Eddie works for the Daily Bugle because of this cartoon. People think that, it did, that Eddie Brock was a photographer because of this cartoon. Like, everything they know about Eddie, about Eddie Brock and Venom is from this cartoon. Everything. Yeah. Well, and it's cool that knowing – comparing this to Spider-Man 3, this is kind of the way to do Venom where we're setting up Eddie from episode one. Like You should, yeah. Yeah, like if we're – because there's, there's a – you have to take a little winding road to get to Venom. It's not just like, he's here now. Um, no, you can't. But like, yeah, if your goal is Venom, you got to set yeah. it up early. Like, yeah, you got – and so this is – clearly the, it is. This is laying the groundwork, but you're right in that not only – and we'll get this into more to begin later episodes. Not only is – this show's DNA very clear in the Raimi movies. It's clear in the MCU stuff. Like when we get to Mysterio and stuff like that, it's like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh yeah, no. When we watch the Mysterio episode, I'm like, this is the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the thing. Like, so we set up this rivalry between uh, Peter and Eddie. Um. Uh. uh the and, and also he's asking for lizards. So like, did the subway repair guy? What's the time span between Peter leaving Subway Repair Guy, him telling everybody about the lizard, and JJ being like, "I need photos of that shit." I guess. A, I guess at least a day. I mean, uh, maybe the guy isn't dead, <laughs> so <laughs> we know he's got a, and he's not being given f- food or water. Yeah, he says oh, he's good delirious point. from lack of food. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's like a three day span. I uh, dude, I like the, I love the idea of like the lizard. Like, hey, what's your order? I'm gonna go as the liz- as this lizard man. I'm gonna go get you some food. I need your help with my device. Yep, I need your hands because yeah, I need your hands. hands. So. Uh, um, blah, blah, blah. The first person they're supposed to talk to is, is Doc Connors. Uh, and of course, this is Peter's kind of given this assignment since he already knows Connors. This is how we establish that he knows him from school. And Peter yeah. has a better understanding of the science. Um, I have a note here that I will retract later. Uh, my note <laughs> is I love how economical the animated series is. And later it's like, it could. It could be a little less economical. We kind of we kind of <laughs> blow through a lot. <laughs> yeah, big time. Um. So Peter fantasizes about how he's going to spend this money, um, and then he arrives at May's and he sees Bill's classic. This is this is Spider Man one hundred and one. That's Spider Man two thousand two. Big time. Yes. Yep. Um, also, something we'll establish here that that oh hello Winona uh, cameo oh. for those watching live. Uh, my <laughs> dog is feeling needy right now. Um, well, something we'll, we'll kind of establish here that becomes part of uh, Spider Man's DNA moving forward is that P- Peter's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. He he is much. He has much more of an edge in this show than in most versions. But it's also, I think Jerry Conway is one of the writers on this. Like it's it's this is Spider Man. Like yeah. this is who yeah. Peter is. Like Peter, well, is I think that's a dick sometimes. Well, and I think that's the thing because like that's the. I think the the struggle is the arc. If if I were overall Spider Man, is that Peter is a selfish person, right? And that's why he struggles with the power and responsibility thing. Yeah. Captain America is not like oh, responsibility because he's not a selfish person. Same exactly. with Superman. Same with Batman. Batman's literally Batman would literally cut off his right arm for justice if he thought that yeah, was going to get the job done. He'd rather be Batman than Bruce Wayne. Spider-Man would rather be Peter Parker. Well, and I think that's what makes him relatable is because we're all kind of, especially when you're young, you're selfish. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're a teenager, you the whole you think the whole world revolves around you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Spider-Man's a dick, is what I'm saying. Anyway, um, 
so uh, uh it's, he's like okay i'm gonna get these pictures he goes to the sewers uh and this is where where you the part you mentioned it's like it's probably an herbal agent says the guy that's literally climbing up the walls like uh bullshit that there's a lizard man yeah <laughs> but swing, i do like swing. that he's like no no that's that's stupid i, I really like that he doesn't immediately buy it yes. Every, more people are interested are, are are down for this lizard than spider-man uh, yeah well and i yeah. think it especially works for a first episode yeah because like season two by season two of any one oh. of these shows and like lizard man you're like well probably considering all probably. the things i've seen like well yeah <laughs> there's a vampire still floating around <laughs> like and literally floating i don't yeah. understand how the flying part works nope, he's got he just, genetic bad abilities but he doesn't have wings i don't get it <laughs> yeah no it's just he floats so um uh he's in the sewers uh, and he sees the footprint he takes a photo of the footprint um uh oh my god sal this 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 joke wrecked me he said he says i guess i must be myth taken myth taken Ah! that's the one it killed my friends and family and i was like no notes this is no notes (laughs) this is my spider-man everybody don't don't you take it away from me christopher daniel barnes he's doing he's he is doing every he, he's he's stretching every muscle yeah. because that that joke is hard to pull off and he i think he sells it but even if he doesn't sell it he sells that it sucks like it works on every level and like later on you know when he wants to find shocker he'll scream his heart out like this dude can scream he can he's subtle he's funny he's he's introspective he'll, he'll cry on command like this guy is a triple threat like he is a, he he is such a incredible actor in this show well and i think to your point i think he at least sells that this is a joke that cracks peter up right like, he's like yeah he's he, these aren't for you these are for yeah, himself yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be great if if he broke the fourth wall like deadpool and he was like i'm not telling these jokes for you okay <laughs> yeah, this is for I, me i am alone it took me 45 minutes to get here i <laughs> i have to entertain myself or i'll go freaking insane so uh, he after that he goes to Connor's lab at the college and he runs into Deborah, Deborah Whitman, Whitman, who he calls the little sister he never wanted. Who is Deborah Whitman? <laughs> Deborah Whitman is an old girlfriend of his during a very narrow window of his history in the eighties. And for, I remember as a kid going, "Holy crap! They put Deborah Whitman in the show. Why?" Because Deborah, well, okay, d- a really quick summary of Deborah Whitman's history. Deborah Whitman was a girl that Peter casually dated but had no regard for. She had crippling anxiety and self-esteem issues. She Perfect. suspects because of Peter's negligence and his break da- his date break- breaking that she that he is Peter that he's Spider Man. She figures it out immediately, and so she is overwhelmed with fear and doubt and like self da- and self deprecation. Inevitably, her therapist tells him peter parker that he has to pretend to be spider-man because otherwise if she's wrong about him being spider-man it'll destroy her so he feeds into her neuroses, dresses as spider-man and says like yeah deb i'm spider-man and that is what cracks her out of it and she's like oh you doing this reveals to me that you're not spider-man and that you're just doing this because i'm a basket case and then What's even more incredible is when his identity is revealed after Civil War, they do a return to Deborah Whitman episode where she's like, you ruined my life. You like, and I, it's, it's incredible. It. God but, like, damn it. None of that is in this show. It's just, we needed a character model. Felicia Hardy's in this show and she is like, I'm just like, I don't know what you're, I, they took like what, three seasons for her to become Black Cat? I don't know what their deal is with the women in this show. They got yeah. Mary Jane Wright 
Yes. That's it. Like, yeah. Deborah, well, and so, does Deborah Whitman, obviously, we're very early it, in our rewatch. Does she show up again? Deborah Whitman is in, in, the, is in this show a lot. Like, okay. Yeah, no. It's not as much as Felicia shows up or Mary yeah. Jane shows up, but Deborah is in the show. And ironically, despite the fact that she's one of the few girlfriends of two, Peter Parker, never gets together with Peter in the show. Wild. Yeah, because that was my. Because not knowing the history like you just did, I was like, why not Gwen? Like, why? Yeah, this is no, clearly is like Gwen. a Gwen. Peter, no, Peter dates Gwen after college. Like, Gwen is the lab technician who Peter dates during college. That's Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Just, they have- that's just it's like so, it's like one of the showrunners got the got the character models wrong and they were like this like oh is this Deborah Whitman and they're like no that's that's Gwen Stacy well I, it says Deborah Whitman on the paper and yeah. I'm never wrong so it's Deborah Whitman from now on it's Deborah Whitman now so anyway so, uh, the little sister you never wanted um, Brock is like sneaking around the college and it's like I think it's open dude i don't know why you're supposed to be interviewing this guy anyway i don't know why you're like sneaking around no he got built out of the like no peter's supposed to interview him and brock's like now nah, well if peter parker has to interview him i'm gonna i'm gonna get other information about this doc connors as soon as yeah. i can like peter has the authority to go to interview doc connors if brock's there too peter's gonna be like yo brock what are you doing here man i got the assignment like f off like it's but he's also meant to be like sneaky, and we're we're supposed to show to children that like he yeah. is duplicitous and not. He's duplicitous. I do I, I do like we'll get in this later episodes how like Brock is kind of a dick, but Spider Man really do, he doesn't he at least at the point we're at in the show he doesn't do anything wrong. Like no he he, he no Spider Man takes a, a little bit of uh, psychopathic glee in <laughs> in giving Brock a hard time. I kind of would too, and I think that's what makes Spider Man so relatable. Like Brock is a dick, yes. but like so are you, Peter. Like, yeah, so are you people? This is it is a little bit of a, a Cobra Kai Karate Kid One situation right. where it's like who's the bully? Yeah. Um, so uh, bah, 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 uh, they go to Connor's lab and the lizard's there. Oh my god, who could it be? Uh, and he's taking something concealed in this tarp. Uh, and Spider Man's like, "What have you done to Doctor Connor's?" And I'm like, "Come, fucking come on, Peter, come on, man." Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what it is. I think that's and that's brilliant. I've seen it now that I'm aware of it. I see it in every cartoon where like shows are one step behind the viewer. Mm-hmm. So like the audience is like that's obviously not a body under that thing, and I know the lizard is Doc Connors. So like, yeah. why won't Spider Man catch up to me? So when Spider Man reveals it, you as the reviewer think you're smart, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's such a brilliant writing convention. It also is like really messed up and weird. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, no. What what the hell, Peter? Although I do like that sequence where he like. He protects her. He gets his suit up, and then she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, right." And he like forgets himself for a minute. Like I yeah, went into yeah, yeah. Spider-Man mode, and uh, no, right? Uh, there's a person behind me. I can't just yeah. reveal Spider-Man. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, blah blah blah. They flirt a little bit. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know, classic. Uh, so now we get a flashback, which it's weird, a flashback in the first episode. Wild. Um, yeah. Uh, we see Peter working with Connors as he regrows a limb of a mouse using lizard DNA. And again, it's like fucking Peter, catch up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you of all people should know, like animal combining with Peter, the unintended consequences. Um, and I love this line. I love this line from Connors. You're like, well, all you need is like a few strands of DNA and the neogenic recombinator. I'm like, I think you're <laughs> underselling the magical technology you need to. You're just like, right? oh, you just need this. So really, you, thirty yeah, million day, dollar device. <laughs> yeah, that neogenic. I I will come to hate the neogenic recombinator and everything it stands for. Uh, it is it is the source of so much frustration and anger 
according ac- across this show i'm just like <laughs> enough with the neogenic recombinator they listen they were proud of themselves of that name and i gotta think they did a little bit of their homework because not once that i type in recombinator and the document was like this is a this is this this word doesn't exist no it's like nope yes correct and i was like <laughs> cool i don't know why we'll just, i'm not gonna look it up we're just gonna keep rolling <laughs> yeah no neogenic recombinator <laughs> So Lizard runs to this building that has like the Connor's name on the side, but it's like <laughs> a, a complex of, of multiple buildings. It's like, well, is do the Connors own this whole area? How much money is Dr. Connors pulling down as a, as a professor at this He's college? He's got a sweet brownstone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Connor's wife and kids are cooking. Spider-Man arrives and he's the one. They're like, oh, and it's not the lizard. It's Spider-Man. Um, I like that a lot. That was a fun moment because it also, it, it establishes Spider-Man's like, like, hierarchy in the superhero community in yes. the beginning you're just like oh is this a vacuum then you find mm-hmm. out no but also, no it is like, not yes there's like a line that. coming soon that w- lived with me to my adulthood same yeah same. so the lizard is spying them and i, I guess brock is too because again he's yeah. just being a weird pervy freak uh and the yeah. lizard attacks <laughs> brock uh we get a big spider uh lizard fight it's really cool uh yeah. <laughs> spider-man takes a picture of lizard and then immediately like unforced error like drops the camera <laughs> yeah i love that too because it like and i could tell you, you could tell like the writers of that show are like oh man we're like because spider-man at this point is neck deep in clones continuity and like history and so like it's been a long time since spider-man has just needed to take photos for cash yeah. and it's really cool to see him just be like hold that pose like he immediately is like i need a thousand dollars like oh it's the lizard he's real oh my god i'm taking a picture of you doesn't even like he 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 could if he wasn't so blinded by greed put together that Connors is the lizard in that moment. Yeah. But he's so like, like, cause he know cause later, of course the idea of outing the lizard as Connors is the moral dilemma of the episode. Yeah. So, but, but he doesn't even think about that. He's like, I'm taking a picture of this, of this lizard in a lab coat with a name tape with a name tag on it. Yeah. He's got, he's got the name tag on the left, <laughs> but, uh, oh, but yeah, gee, man, I, I love who that the one. lizard could be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hard fucking, to tell. And he also has the same voice, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A doctor, uh, uh, fucking scarecrow running around with the Dr. Crane name badge. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. Who, who could the scarecrow be? <laughs> who could it be? I don't who know. Who could it be? Um, so, uh, ba 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 um, so the the Spider-Man's like, when am I gonna get a, a a handle on being a superhero and a photographer at the same time? <laughs> Never, Peter. Um, Never. And then we hear, uh, no, Daddy, stop! And Spider-Man's like, Daddy? Daddy, did I hear right? Did he say Daddy? Yeah. Um, uh, for some reason, that line was super funny to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it turns out the Connors family knew. Yeah. That Kurt was transforming into a lizard man, and I guess they just hoped it would all work out. They're like, "Well, we'll just keep this to ourselves, and it'll it'll work itself out." <laughs> well, people started getting going missing, and they're like, "Oh, geez, this is bad for me." But I don't want to lose this zip code, so uh, let's just keep it on the hush, on the hush hush. Okay, a couple of, couple Listen, of sewer as as, executives, whatever. We're fine. Yeah, as long as TV execs work in the sewer now, nobody's going to miss them. As long no. as the checks keep clearing from the college, all right. That's right, all I that matters. Could, I couldn't care less, and neither could neither should Mrs. Neither should uh, is it Martha Connors with her. I don't know with her cardigan and like (laughs) like she is just she's just super wasp um so so um spidey agrees to keep this secret for reasons that are not entirely clear i guess because he's got his own secrets is like well people shouldn't be held accountable 
for their actions. Like, no, period. I, like, yeah. I, that, for me, that is Spider Man. He's like, all right, you know, because it's like, yeah, it'll ruin this family. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 right now, one guy's missing. We'll get mm-hmm. him back. If he's not dead, then yeah. all's good. I, listen, no harm, no foul. Uh, exactly. I do like the, the Marvel, uh, Marvel heroes, especially, but all superheroes are like, the second they brush against even the notion of accountability, they're like, wait. Hold on a Whoa. second. That's the whole plot of Civil War. It's like Captain America's like, well, accountability, hold on. Slow your roll a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and yeah, I, I feel yeah. bad for Cap because in that case, he should have just been like, we used to have accountability and it was really annoying. Like we yeah. had to deal with, like we, we were dispatched to places we shouldn't have gone and we weren't given authority to do that. But Mark Miller didn't read those comics so whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, but also going to the movie version, it's like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, how did Scarlet Witch end up that way? It's like, well, from the jump, nobody was like, yeah, you just do your thing and we're not gonna you're gonna make, turn the no. Hulk into a murderous monster that like kills a bunch of uh, uh, people in Africa we don't worry about that uh, oh yeah you blew up some yeah. people again in Africa listen don't uh. worry about it no wonder <laughs> Wanda was like well I guess I can do whatever I want and it's okay anyway that's apparently yeah. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Spidey agrees to keep the secret, and then he hears Brock is writing it all down. Like he senses that Brock is like gonna tell his story, so he webs up Brock while he's doing that. The lizard goes back and kids up, kidnaps his wife. This episode's yep. wild. Um, uh-huh. uh, so uh, now Spider Man has to go into the sewer to find the lizard, and this is a line. This is a, it, more than literally anything else in the series. For some reason, this line stuck with me, and I think it's probably because as a kid it melted my brain. So, which yeah. is weird because like Spider, we talked about Spider Man and his amazing friends. And Spider Man, it's not like this is the first cartoon where Spider Man has hung out with other characters. No, but what he says is, uh, "Why can't it be one of those gal- galaxy hopping heroes? You don't see the Fantastic Four in the sewers or the Avengers." He, he even says, "Not even the Avengers. Well, maybe the Hulk." <laughs> Maybe the whole and this is and I love that like, yeah. right off the bat. It's like, hey, this is part of a wider universe. Boom. Yeah. Well, and I think it's I I I think it's because Avi Arad has been working on this. Like he's at, from Toy Man to TV executive. Like this dude has been trying to get and Marvel's Marvel has at least since the eighties, if not late, earlier, fancied themselves Disney. Like yeah. they legitimately, like uh, at the executive level, consider themselves considered themselves a Disney competitor. Yeah. And it was not, if only we weren't dealt a bad hand, if only we could just get a foothold in the media, we would be rivaling Disney yeah. in terms of our success. And, uh, they had, and the synergy of like, we have this other fantastic four cartoon. We're working on an adventurous cartoon. They were developing and there's like a pilot or at least the intro of a captain America cartoon. Like they are, there's a Hulk cartoon. Yeah. They are, they're rolling out with these shows and they're like, look, we may never cross them all over. But if you watch them, yeah. it'll be like they're all part of the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are, and, we, and we're not even close to there, but there are there are some, nothing like Avengers level, whatever. But like, no, there there is some bleed over, uh, especially we get yeah. the, the um, uh, X-Men later. 
got the X-Men. Iron Man goes into the show. Yep. I mean, like, Iron Man appears in the Hulk cartoon. Hulk appears in an Iron Man cartoon. And that, that Iron Man cartoon is wild. <laughs> it is crazy. That show is in. That, that show is bonkers. Yeah, it's, it's, if you've never seen it, you should watch yeah, it's it. It's based it's off, like, the Force Works era. And Force it's like, Works. what? Like, why? Yeah. And it's like, because the comic books are coming out at the same time. Yeah. Buy them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it's, it's just, and as a kid, I didn't understand. It's not until later you're like, well, that's wild that that was the era. Because watching that cartoon, I'm like, well, this is basically what the Avengers are. And I was like, nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, incorrect. No. Uh, as a quick tangent, I will say that, like, there is, I was spoiled, and, it, and I don't know what it's like now. But as a kid, like, I remember when... Everything that I watched or consumed, everything that I read or consumed became a thing. Yeah. So I just assumed that, like, everything got its turn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's a Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. I read The Tick. There's a Tick cartoon. Mm-hmm. I read Big Guy and Rusty. There's a Big Guy and Rusty cartoon. Like, obviously, everything gets a shot. Yes. Everything is going to have a show. Like, there's a Wildcats cartoon. You know, like, I, everything I watch in Spawn mm-hmm. and there's a movie. Like, er- everything will eventually get its turn. And it's like, no. Nope. <laughs> no. No. It you know? was not that way. It wasn't even close to that. Now, no. now you're at a point where pretty much every Marvel character might get a turn. Like we, I mean, I think we're a couple years away from like a Dark Hawk Disney Plus show, dude. Yeah, and it'll be real crappy. Yeah, it'll be real bad. It'll be real bad. Um. Yeah. So, listen, we want to do a Dark Dark Hawk show, but it can't be like anything else. Period. <laughs> it, yeah, it can't be like Dark Hawk. Yeah, so it has and to be. Could it? Could it? And could it also be about a region that the director's from? Yes. Fuck, man. The, they, they keep doing interviews from the guy, the, the showrunner of Moon Knight. And every, Why are they doing every that? every one of like, them, I want to post that meme of the guy from... Uh, there. He's like, he admitted. <laughs> like every single one. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, I pitched I, it as... I pitched it as like, Ghostbusters meets the mummy. You're like, wait, first off, do those go together? And second off, for Moon Knight? <laughs> yeah. Now, Disney sent me a picture of uh, Echo, and they were like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I'm like, Everything gets luck. a turn. Everything gets a turn. And listen, I will say she is the focus of the best episode of Hawkeye. So Yes. Yeah, she's yeah, she so, that's so that's episode. that's all that's that's all I'll say about that. Uh, and Daredevil's probably uh-huh. gonna show up in it. So um I hope so. Okay. So we're in the sewers. We've we've now now revealed that not only do the Fantastic Four and the Avengers exist, but the Defenders exist. And when I say the Defenders, I mean Hulk, Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer Defenders. Yes, that Defenders. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. Uh, what an implication. Yes. Yes. So um uh, Sp- Spider-Man explains uh, to himself that he is scared because because <laughs> Connors can hurt him but he's not able to hurt Connors because Connors is his friend this exposition is very sweaty it's like hey for the kids at home yeah. by the way this is this is the emotional thing Spidey's dealing with Dude, right now this is the comic books he normally this would be a like a a, a, a thought balloon mm-hmm. like I think that that exposition for me is like that's that's one to one. Well, like, and that is this is what they do. That is a very good point because because going to the Batman animated series comparison that that is turning Batman, which is honestly I think why I think Batman has the best adaptations overall because it's always kind of a yep. blank slate for whoever's doing it to do their their version of the thing. And so they yes. take it to they 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 compare they made it like like the Fleisch, Superman Fleischer cartoons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like you're saying is more like this is the comic put on your screen like this is this is the right. thing good bad warts and all this is the thing um that's right that's why i think like this is a great gateway show for the cartoons yes. it, or for the comic books because it's preparing you like you're you are aware of what this is and you're not like it's why people have such a pro- hard time reading batman comics with if they came from any other media mm-hmm. they'd be like 
uh, like this ain't like the show or the movies, and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not at all. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man the Animated Series, like this is exactly like the comic book, mm-hmm. or this is this is exactly like the cartoon, only actually a little bit more adult-oriented and better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, uh, and classic classic Spidey moment. He's like, the worst part is I helped uh, talk with his experiments. If it wasn't for me, it's like, dude. Fuck it. You need to talk to a therapist, my guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even in the room when he did the experiment on himself. You're <laughs> you are in the clear. Yeah. So he saves the subway worker who, uh, as we talked about earlier, he, Connors needed his hands. He needed his little baby fingies. Yeah. Uh, so Connors uh, lays out his entire plan to his wife. Um, he needs help to operate the device. He had the the uh, subway guy, but the subway guy, I guess, was getting sleep deprived and hungry and just wasn't able to. He's like, I got, I got too hungry. Like <laughs> that's what he says. So, um, yeah. and, and, and he and his whole plan is to use the electrical cables in the sewer system to send the waves through the city and turn everybody into lizard people and, and which it, i guess that's been his plan the whole damn time that movie is not terribly far fetched now yep i was just thinking the same thing putting a pin setting aside that using the power lines to do this it's like uh, uh-huh. okay so like you were saying this this show echoes into eternity this show this show is is gladiator it echoes into eternity yeah. and it's like okay so all right, I, this is, I guess this is the lizard's bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, I guess we're all taking the piss for no reason mm-hmm. because this is what he does. Could you do a lizard story where he's just eating people? <laughs> I mean, like that is that is the best lizard story. Yes, it, it's it's the Todd McFarlane one. Yeah. <laughs> he's just eating people just... and being puppeted by a by you know by Calypso. Yeah, cool. All right, because I was just like, yeah, a guy turns himself into a lizard person, starts eating people. We need to stop that. That's all you need. That's that's it. He's scary, and he's scary. He is like, scary. <laughs> uh, and then you've already got yeah. the snakes. You don't even need to lay out the other stuff. It's like, well, lizards eat spiders in the real that's world. It. So I obviously, even a child brain, I'm like, well, yeah, this is a threat. This is something I should be right. worried about. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... um uh, then she asks him about Billy, and and Lizard gets a moment where he seems to genuinely this is he seems to genuinely need to be reminded about Billy. So we're implying that like Lizard Brain is taking over. So it's right. okay that his plan is nonsense because it's like okay, things aren't working. He's not right. playing with a full deck. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, Spidey swings in. They fight. Uh, this is actually a pretty fucking cool uh, fight. Dope looking fight. I will say, as somebody that is catching up on uh, My Hero Academia, which is a show I enjoy, it's the only anime show I, I watch fairly regularly. Uh, I'm waiting for the uh, next uh, dubs, Hulu. Um, <laughs> this is a very anime. Like Spider-Man swings in and he has to think about like his entire existence during the fight. Like, what is the meaning? Of the recombinator yeah. and what it means for the whatever. Um, I know it looks yeah. dope though. Like when it's in in the sewer water and the whole thing. It's like, yeah, yeah man, you guys, you knew this was the first episode. You spent a little extra money here. <laughs> they sure did. No, it's uh, that's the thing is that the problem is that's the standard now. I'm like, I want this show to look like this all the time, yeah. and it never will. It never will. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah. And so he uses the recombinator to save Connors, and he gets his photo. It should be noted, as we pointed out earlier, that Connors is not Lizard's not only wearing a lab coat. It has he's wearing an ID badge that says Kurt Connors on it <laughs> uh, one presumes um, yeah and so I don't the, the photo I don't know maybe the quality it's, is newsprint so maybe you can't read it but I was like that might be a good in today's day and age in the world of enhance we'd be able to figure out oh, who it yeah. is 
They would immediately, yeah. But for now, it's everyone gets what they need. Spider-Man gets the $1,000 bonus, yep. which pays off Aunt May's debts. Uh, Connors gets to keep his dark secret. Um, which will never know. come back to haunt anybody. No. Mission, mission accomplished. Day is saved. Uh, That's right. And then Brock takes Jonah to the Connors' home, hoping, I guess, that like when he knocks, the lizard will answer. <laughs> right. That he'll be a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Brock. Good, good on you. Uh, and he's like, listen, if it's not the lizard, I'm going to eat this paper. And then when it's not, J. Jones Jameson is like, oh, you want it cooked or raw? Which, again, I must have watched this episode so many times because I have that scene burned into my brain. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, episode ends with the way every Spider-Man thing needs to end with Spider-Man swinging through the city. Uh, and he talks about being caught in Spider-Man's web. Something. I didn't know. And May's like, why are you hanging out with that Spider-Man? And he's like, I'm caught in his web of the web we're in web whatever he's spider-man <laughs> <laughs> right webs webs whatever. you get it we get it so now going into our second episode for this ep- second yeah. second cartoon episode for the episode of the you get it um yeah episode two the spider slayer which originally aired in february 4th 1995 so a few months later mm-hmm. uh synopsis is norman osborne hires spencer Snyfe, smythe excuse me to capture spider-man so uh, we get we start off with more CG City uh, Spider Man swinging around and he talks about helps clear the cobwebs, yeah, oh, baby. yeah, yeah. Um, and Spidey is chased down by these drone things, which reminded me yep. immediately of the drones from Venom because they're just they're basically just missiles with robot brains, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and cameras that can immediately send information from them to a central location. No, those drones are fun. I remember just being like, oh, wow, we're, we're hitting the ground running. Yeah. No no bullshit in this episode. Just here's the drones. Boom. Dude, and I, that's something I like about animated shows where it's like, because kids, you need to get to action. You want to hold their attention. But it's just like, ah, fuck it. We're in it. It's action scene. Yep. You'll figure out why we're here in a couple minutes. Just get it rolling. Sure. Yeah. Um, so he's chasing down these drones. He throw them around. It's funny because he calls them toys. And even though these, because they're too small, never existed as toys, the spider slayers, uh, the, what yeah. we will soon discover is three spider slayers. I, <laughs> I definitely own those toys, and that is 100% why this is the second episode. It's exact. Well, then, uh, that's why I keep bringing up Alvi Arad, Toy Man yes. and owner, or at least CEO of Toy Biz, mm-hmm. uh, which owns Marvel at this time. So, yeah. Like it is, yeah, it's so gross. You're just like, oh, this episode is an action figure commercial. Yes, like, and let me tell you, like those action figures rolled out around, if not before, the launch of the cartoon. Yeah, so like a lot of people remember their first Spider-Man figures being from this show 100 which is why we're getting a whole wave now that like harkens back to them like a, a retro yep. wave and i will yeah. say in its defense uh most of the cartoons i grew up with were toy ads uh were cartoon, he-man yeah. gi joe transformers ninja turtles toy ads yeah they're all action figure commercials uh and and so why not spider-man hey why not um and, and i get yeah. why we're doing this because it's not like he's batman so batman has the batwing the bat plane the bat uh mobile the bat whatever spider-man doesn't yeah. have that doesn't need it so i guess like spider enemy Villains. robots yeah yeah um so da 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 uh, uh um spidey defeats them and we see that osborne has paid smythe to build them this is our introduction to the smythes senior and junior we've got Spen- spencer smythe who is the adult oh i guess they're both adults the the father and alistair smythe who is the younger and question for you sal do they have yeah. different accents <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, they straight up do. I think uh, uh, Spencer Spencer's English and Alistair is Australian. Yeah. Okay. I was like, time out. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, they just straight up sound like two like they're from two different regions. Which you know, I mean, on one hand, accents are not genetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone should have told George Lucas, but uh, I. It, it's I noticed it this time. Yes. Though apparently uh, the guy who played Alistair was from England, so I, I don't know why, but he's he sounds not. Yeah, he like sounds Australian. Same, yeah, he sounds wow. Australian. Wild. Maybe they got. I'll the, never forget it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. I mean, that is the yeah. most memorable thing about Smythe is is his voice. It, it is wild. Voice. Like again, as a kid, I was like, oh, Smythe must be really important. No. Nobody cares about Smite. Smite does not matter. (laughs) No, it's so funny. You're like, man, like the second and third episodes are about spider slayers. And it's like spider slayers are a footnote. They're so inconsequential to Spider-Man's history. They are, they are villains. They are recurring villains, but who cares? And it's like, you know who cares? People who need to toyify (laughs) this show. Yep. 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 And we get our first toy. Uh, we get the Black Widow because this is before, not before Black Widow, the character existed, but no. before her branding mattered. Anyone cared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We also get in this episode, we get Felicia Hardy, who's playing some sort of like oh. charity ball thing with Jameson. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, uh, Jennifer Hale. Yeah. Uh, Robbie gives this bit of sweaty exposition about like Felicia's the daughter of these important donors. So da da da, she's rich. I love that. Uh, Felicia, by the way, a, yeah. is fucking great in this episode. <laughs> amazing she has so much agency i'm like wow what a really interesting female character she ended up being maybe informed my interest in women i don't know uh you know the subtext of which we can get into a few hours but let's try to focus on the yeah, yeah 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 i uh, listen i will but, say uh big big fan of felicia hardy for two reasons uh growing up as a kid one uh episodes like this where it's like man she's kind of sassy she's got personality into it also i was a, a young man a child in the 90s and if anybody's seen black cat's costume in the 90s it made a very strong impression upon me as yep. a young man. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, right, right. Uh, Unfortunately, she doesn't become Black Cat for like no, two she seasons. Doesn't. And, and under, not unfortunately, and entirely understandably, her costume is a, is a little bit more conservative in the cartoon. More which, demure. Which, yes, and yes, yes, that's it, fine. Although I will say, uh, more comic accurate to the original incarnation. Anyway, yes. so it's not like they were. They didn't cover her in armor and no, try no, and no, make no. her some kind of different thing. Like. It, I was so convinced as a kid because I was always like trying to you know outthink these shows yeah. that Felicia was Black Cat the whole time and that that was how they got their fortune. Uh, but you know like, there was going to be this big reveal that she was the Black Cat. No, mm-hmm. nope, nope. And also like, we're way sucks. ahead of herself. They give her like powers, which I think isn't kind of in the comics, but also like she weird. does have powers, but not like that. Yeah. They made her like bigger. Like it's stupid. Anyway, like, this, this. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. So so yeah. um and something I should mention is and, and I'm pretty sure in the first episode nobody has pupils. In this episode they start getting pupils. Good choice. It was weird in the first episode. Now everybody yes, starts looking a little bit more human into it. Uh huh. Um. So Jonah's, Jonah needs to get a photographer for this event. Of course, we know somebody. He, he's like, I'll give you my best photographer. And he crosses his fingers find, behind his back like he's six. Right. I, I don't know what that's about. Like, does that info, like, you know, I don't, well, I'm a newsman. I don't lie. I, I don't know. It's really weird. I guess it's I, I just, for kids, I appreciate but it's the, also for like kids from the 50s where that was a thing. <laughs> that is what this is because there'll be a later season episode where J. Jonah Jameson puts on a trench coat and hat and becomes a private eye for no reason. And it's like, who is this for? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's who it's all of the for. Freaking shadow. What are you doing? Uh, so, anyway. uh, but, 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 so he's got, uh, he gets this photographer. It's Parker. They know each other from college. They flirt a little bit. 
No. Um, and it is weird getting this. It's weird that we've not been able to crack Felicia in the movies. Like, I, yeah. technically she shows up in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but it's like, yeah, why is this not something we've explored more? She's such a good character. No. I know, I know. I'm hoping, hoping the next trilogy, the opener, is Felicia. Too bad. Like, she's, we're just... going to get her in the Madam Web movie. <laughs> oh, no. By the way, really quick, uh, incursions means we could kill every Sony movie ever. What? What? Elaborate on incursions. If, uh, incursions are a uh, the, the the plot device of Secret Wars from two, from 2015 in yes. Marvel Comics, where like universes are smashing into each other, too many universes, and they're all blasting into each other, too many universes, mm-hmm. you know, like universes with Morbiuses and, and Venoms yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, just saying, just throwing it out there, just throwing it we out could let there. The, Sony can go nuts. Go ahead, make all the stupid stories you want, yeah. because at the end of the next End Game, they're all going, they're all going <laughs> away. Um, uh, Marvel saving its, up its pennies to buy you out. Um, So we go to a lab where we see acid drilling into Black Widow and we're very sweatily informed that that is the only thing that will get through its armor. Um, (laughs) So it turns out Brock and and, uh, so I'm going to walk back a little bit my point that Brock doesn't do anything wrong in these episodes. What a sloppy plan. (laughs) Brock's got a sloppy it's a sloppy plan and also it's anybody with any two cents will be like well this is a crime. We're we're committing a crime. Yeah, no. Well, so what we did, okay, so what we're doing is, as, as captain of industry and entrepreneurs ourselves, uh, we're going to uh, send giant robots yes. into an urban metropolitan area and uh, uh, and murder a man whose identity we don't know. Yes. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's it. That's the plan. That's the and plan. we got the news here to keep it on the up and up. <laughs> exactly. Because that, that is Spencer's thing. He's like, well, I needed the news here, specifically Eddie Brock. For transparency. Like, it's like, all right, guy. I mean, whatever helps you sleep at night. Right, uh, and then they smash Jameson's house, and it's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, and, and it's also revealed that Spencer's doing this to get his son like a Professor X wheelchair, and it's like, I think yeah. a wheelchair, I know we're all wheeling him around like he's an invalid, but like, yeah. I don't know I if that, I just said that, and I was like, I don't know if that's the appropriate, uh, I, don't wanna, yeah. I don't know if that's problematic. The point is, his arms know. work, he can roll himself. <laughs> he's jacked. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he also clearly gives himself his own haircuts, but like I will say <laughs> mm-hmm. that I think that the chair is supposed to be some kind of like incubator because like you know obviously he's going to become the the action figure of Al of uh, Alice. Oh, that's Mine. right. <laughs> but I think because he says you know the accident was my fault. I guess the idea is that like it's not just a cool hover chair; it also will like eventually fix your legs. Yeah, because he does say that the goal he's, he mentions later that his father's goal was to fix his legs. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Um, so Osborne, because we're the, there's not enough heavy lifting for this, this single episode to do. Oh. Osborne goes to Fisk's Slayer, and by the way, shout out uh, to uh, Roscoe Lee Brown, who is the voice <sighs> of Kingpin, doing great work, Incredible. iconic work, work that like is, this is probably still the Kingpin's voice in my brain. Easily, yeah. Yep, uh, I, I do love uh, our guy in the MCU right now, but uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Roscoe Lee Brown, man, is incredible. Yeah. His, his Wilson Fisk will never be outdone. Uh, yeah, so so the, he's the one. So whew, he is financing this because Osborne owes him a debt. Yeah. It gets really complicated. It's for for a children's cartoon. First episode, fight the lizard. He's not the lizard. The end. Yeah. <laughs> In this one, it's like okay, so it's like it's like freaking Attack of the Clones. Yeah. We're gonna get one guy to get another guy to get a guy. Yeah. And it's like why? So yeah, Osborne works for Fisk. O- Osborne owes Fisk a favor. Fisk wants Spider Man dead. So he subcontracts from Oscorp. Oscorp 
strong arms, the Smythes yeah. into building spider slayers. That's because like, apparently, what? like a gun, we can't just hire a guy with a gun. <laughs> no, no, I need them to build huge, intricate monster weapons. Maybe it's because they're 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 evil strategists who are like, no, I'll also once they kill Spider Man, people will see the military applications and we'll sell Spider Slayers, we'll spider slayers. rolling over the Middle East. Like, <laughs> or or they'll be like, or no, once this the clearly the Spider Slayers will be the next big thing, and then we'll sell the toys. <laughs> Right. Well, that, that's easily what they do because you can buy all three of them and snap them all together into one big. Well, obviously, toy. obviously. Also, we've got money to burn because um, Kingpin brings up a whole holographic uh, version <laughs> of Earth for no. He's like Just my operations, Earth. and then that comes up, and then he's like. They're all over, and I'm like, "Why well, don't? Did you need the hologram? You could have just said, right? Global, I'm global, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you could just said that, but uh, you don't need the visual aid. We get it. I do kind of like. Uh, I, I I think Kingpin works on a lot of levels because uh, I, I, I think throughout all the comics, he's the most iconic, just normal criminal bad guy. I know Batman yes. has like Rupert Thorne and Falcone nah. and all that stuff, but like Kingpin is about him. the guy. I do kind of yeah. like the idea of like, no, Kingpin runs a global network, criminal network. He's not just New yes. York guy. It's like, oh, that's a cool, I think that's kind of cool, especially if he's fighting yeah. Spider-Man, who's got a little bit more pull than Daredevil. <laughs> totally. No, I agree. Yeah. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So uh, uh, we're at the event, and, and fuck if we're not, again, we're just uh, shotgunning so many characters in this episode. We uh, revealed that Felicia's dating Flash. Harry is yes. there too. Kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> Peter arrives yeah. with his aunt. Uh, I think it's cute. Felicia thinks it's cute. She gets all moony Agreed. for Peter. Peter fucking yep. slays in these episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah, this dude's this dude has a goal, and he is gonna accomplish. It. Yeah, he is pulling. <laughs> he's he's pulling way above his uh, uh, weight with these ladies. Yeah. Um, so Flash bounces with Harry, and he decides that he's going to dress up as Spider-Man. Yes, which is an adaptation of a classic, one of the early Ramita, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ditko Lee stories, where Flash Thompson is pissed at uh, Spider-Man for, uh, you know, kind of kind of uh, getting the eye of Liz Allen, and mm-hmm. so he pretends to be Spider-Man to scare Peter Parker, and instead Doctor Doom captures him. Oh my god. And Spider-Man's to rescue him. It's amazing. I, it's a great one, because 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 in the sequence, Flash is is hiding behind a, a, a Huck Finn-esque wi- like picket fence, mm-hmm. and then Doctor Doom <laughs> grabs him. Like, Doctor Doom is in Queens, uh, in his full regalia. Yes. I, it's great. I, it sounds not as threatening the way you describe it, but just in general, I would be much rather be kidnapped by the Spider Slayers than Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, there's a pretty good chance I'm not getting out of this. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, but it's it's one of those things where this show and like adaptations, good adaptations, yeah. make you think of the thing it came from, but not even necessarily remember where it came from. Like okay. the idea of Flash Thompson dressing as Spider Man to give Peter Parker a hard time is is a is something that should have been in the movies it should have been in everything like we yeah. should have seen that because it's one of those things where you go like what a cool what a fun what an annoying thing to have happened in this story that like i feel like definitely would happen in these scenarios 
And then you go like, oh, it's actually informed by its like origins. It's it's like issue four. Like yeah. it's that early on. Uh, but in this, it's on a grander scale, spider slayers and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, it and still it's, works. It's, it still it works. still works. It is. I do, I do wish maybe we'd set up Flash before this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I will also say you bringing up the these stories and all that stuff. I think Spider Man more than almost any other character except maybe the X Men. Right. benefits from the serialized storytelling that you just really can't accomplish with movies like right. uh, because of the supporting cast because of the villains like i think the closest might be like a batman but batman most of the I- iconic marquee dc characters are so mythic that yeah. it's kind of like it, it, there's not you, you pull more from the idea of the characters than necessarily specific stories, except if it's Long Halloween, because then every Batman movie needs to adapt you in some way or form or fashion. Apparently, but but Spider Man, <laughs> and so it's like it's cool. I'm glad that we're here now watching this because I think Spider Man more than any other character benefits from this type of storytelling because you get to have stories Absolutely. with Flash and you get to have stories with Felicia and you get to you get to do all the things and there's so many things to do. Yes, and and one of the things that I think was encumbering it, the reason why people even immediately associate these characters with movies, is because of the budgets, yeah. and it just it just wasn't possible to make a show adaptation of any superhero that had any sort of power set. Just just it's impossible without taking so many liberties that it's no longer the character. Yeah. But with today's world, you could just go. We don't need to make disappointing Spider-Man sequels. We can just make a six or 12 episode Spider-Man yeah. show where every episode is like a little movie, has the equivalent of a movie, would have been in a Because it's like, I remember as a kid when they announced that Sandman was going to be the villain of Spider-Man 3, and I was like, what a waste of time. Yeah. Like, because Sandman is a throwaway villain. He's not great. He's not iconic. He's iconic in as much as... Like, you, you can't beat that silhouette. But, yeah. like, outside of that, who cares? The point of Sam is he's so dumb, Spider-Man beats him with a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. That's a TV plot. That's a comic book plot. Yeah. That ain't... Uh, that is a two hundred and fifty million dollar plot. Yeah, well, and especially know? if you went if you went the the angle of like the the um, BBC um, Sherlock show, where it's right. basically each season's like three movies essentially. Yeah, and yeah. like you're talking about with the budget, I'm currently watching Halo, which overall is a show I'm enjoying. That is a show on Paramount Plus, which, as far as right. I know, is not, I guess they have CBS money, which is the biggest network, but it's well, not all like all the Star Trek shows. It's not like the Star Trek shows are cheap. Well, but that's what know? I'm saying. I'm watching Halo, and at least once an episode, they pull a like movie caliber like like stuff that we saw in game of thrones and we lost our minds over they're like doing like once a week and you're like yeah what (laughs) this is where we're at now (laughs) totally totally no it's why we're so critical of the disney plus shows because it's like you have you've got the mandalorian room you have the disney bucks i don't understand why this looks like shit yes yes give moon knight a practical costume anyway whatever uh they'll have to man they'll have to in blade or something i don't know Blade, but Blade, God, if we, it's like behind the scenes on Blade, and it's Mahershala Ali in one of those mocap shoots. It's like, why? It's just Damn a trench it. coat. It's just a trench it's a coat. It's a dude in a suit. What are you talking about, man? Uh, it's that's just them. a trench coat. Um, anyway, Ugh. I wouldn't, listen, I know we don't like the Sony stuff, Sony stuff, but I wouldn't mind seeing Blade cross over with Morbius just to see Mahershala Ali kill Jared Leto's Morbius. Well, that would be amazing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, we're way off the rails. So uh, he dresses up as Flash, dresses up as Spider-Man. Felicia kisses uh, a Peter, which feels a bit sudden, but that's fine. Um, it was very forward. I remember uh, being like, whoa. Yeah. Like, that was sudden. Yeah, but she's like, you know what? I own it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not attached. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm a free woman. <laughs> um, so uh, um, Flash arrives as Spidey, and he's like, I actually really like this exchange 
a lot because he's so kind of like, um, you take these pictures of me. I don't like it. And of course, Peter immediately is like, well, he's I, like, <laughs> yeah. okay. and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's not what I want you to say. Okay. What do you want me to say? And then Flash spots the spider slayer. He screams. And so Peter, and again, this is the voice actor for Peter. So great. He's like, yeah. ah, I don't, yeah. what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> That is such a that's that is as good as anything else. It's so good. It works so well. It's a, oh it's a my it's God. A, yeah no it's solid solid character work. Bummer we never got in a movie, but acting. at least we get it here. Um, right. So right. At least we get it here. As you mentioned, uh, our, I guess our part of our plan is that the Spider Slayer is going to mess up J. Jonah Jameson's penthouse because we find out later this is Jameson's place. Right, is his house that he uses as a which I guess is like he's cheap. He's he's Mister Moneybags, but also he's like oh, I'll I'll pull double duty. I got a really nice big hall mm-hmm. in my house. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, he he is he is uh, Donald Trump. Where it's like supposedly your whole bit is you've got so much money, but also you were the cheapest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> that is so J. Jonah Jameson, yes. right? Like that's gotta be. I love that. Yeah, he's he's a uh, you know he's in charge of of Marvel. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the joke, right? It's like, hey, how many how many uh, how many pencil top erasers are we using here? <laughs> Don't quit making so many mistakes. We're, yeah, exactly. we're, that, that costs us money. Exactly. Um, so, uh, uh, Spider-Man appears to be kid captured by the Black Widow. <gasps> right. Um, uh, oh, Brock, no. Brock amassed Spider-Man on live TV, which again, how did he, how is he, how is he on live TV with nobody knowing? How is he, how does, <laughs> how does JJ not know? How is, what network is he on? What's happening? Yeah. Um, now that's, he's on the J3 news program cool like cnn but with more j's cool, cool. uh <laughs> so uh it's wrong spider-man of course it's flash underneath a bunch of foot soldiers storm in and uh oh, yeah. basically Kingpin's like men, yeah. yeah they're kingpin's henchmen but they look like foot soldiers like from cobra commander or something yeah no um, they got a whole they got a theme they got colors they got helmets it's great i should look up whether those are action figures i sure i'm sure they are uh, they should be but i don't know if they are i don't the, remember if they made them for the army remember. builders at home um yeah. and uh <laughs> so one of the soldiers knocks the uh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. I like I like Brock. Brock here. He's kind of like, excuse me, sir. What are you doing here? It's like I, uh, you, the situation has changed, Brock. You're not just like man <laughs> on the streeting these guys. Like, yeah. Well, he's you know what? He's hustling. That's a noble profession, I guess. Um, <laughs> it makes me want. It, suddenly, I want Billy Eichner to be Brock in one of these movies for his like <laughs> man on the street stuff. Excuse me, sir, for a dollar. <laughs> So um, uh, one of the soldiers knocks the camera down. Brock's like, I've got First Amendment rights. And the soldier's like, we just amended them. Solid. Uh, <laughs> Real Spider-Man shows up as May and Jonah are watching the news. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson's like, of course, that's the real one. I can practically smell him at this point, which is probably true. He was just in the sewer an ep- episode right. ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much dry cleaning that suit needs to get that smell out. Like, oh, he, yeah. fell no, he fell in the yeah, water. He fell in the water. He fell in the water. Gross. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man goes to say Flash. He's like, talk about dramatic irony. Uh, how does Sp- Peter know where to go? Right. How does he know where to go? I think that Brock mentions where it is, but it could be that. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna retcon it and just make it up, I mean, Brock's cameraman did not sign up for this, so he called J three. <laughs> yeah, he's time, like, hey, got Robbie, and he's like, dude, Brock dragged me down here. He said that there was gonna be like a human interest story. I'm now here witnessing, like, I'm gonna be wa- apparently I'm gonna be witnessing like an assassination on TV, yeah, like a, like a public execution. I didn't sign up for this. I don't get hazard pay. Yeah, you gotta send somebody down here to get me. So uh, Spider Man shows up, uh, starts uh, taking out fist goons. Uh, <clears throat> 
By the way, the goons are super cavalier for who they work for. They're like, oh, what do you think Mr. Fisk is going to think about this? Like, guys, <laughs> this is how you get Dude. thrown into crocodile pits. As you get a, you're going to get a laser blast through the head. Uh, you yep. need to tighten up, all right? <laughs> yeah, and yet, despite their loose lips, uh, we don't find out, or they don't fully. Our, our main characters don't find out Wilson Fisk is the kingpin for a while. For a good long time. Uh, the goons ask how to, where the activation button is for the widow, which I guess is just a push uh, push and play. Um, yeah, big button. Yes, yeah, it runs on artificial intelligence. It's, <laughs> uh, Spider-Man yeah. tries to take it out with a steel girder. They, they, they're fighting. <clears throat> Um, everyone escapes. All the people involved escape except Spencer, who Osborne coerces into like staying to finish the job. He's like, "Remember, yeah, our deal. Remember the deal. No spider slat. No hover chair." I love the voices, and Osborne is great. Yes, frustrating that he is that he is second Goblin. You know, um, in the series, uh, I heard it was a. Re- I heard that there was a reason for that, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, so so a friend of the show, Johnny Two Cellos, a friend, a friend of mine, did a whole thing about this, and he pointed out, and I and we're not there yet, so I don't know how I feel about it, but um, that it was it was a way to have their cake and eat it too, to do the mystery plot that was a it was a key component of the Hobgoblin story. Yes, while yes. also giving time to build up to the Green Goblin of like Norman Osborn, the relationship with Peter, building up to that, and I was like. When you yeah. phrase it like again, I'm not there, so I don't know. But when you phrase it like that, that makes sense. That tracks. Like it's- yeah, the reveal of Green Goblin is great. Like the Green Goblin stuff is awesome, and the animation goes back to being good for some reason in all of his episodes, and yeah. I don't know why, but it's really good. Despite all like the the kid garbage that like the, it, it, the show gets bogged down with eventually. Yeah. Like those are episodes I watched. After watching these four episodes, I was like, ah, oh, let's see how it goes. Let's see where it ends up. And I watched like a whole bunch of Green Goblin episodes. And I'm like, nice. this is really good. And cool. the dude who plays Norman is like in it for the long haul you know it's like it's like uh billy d williams getting the job for two-face being like <laughs> one day yes you do this you do this this, this, this leg work you will get to do something really cool and juicy but norman osborne actually gets the payday one day exactly um, uh, uh billy d williams gets to show up as two-face in the comic in the batman 89 yeah. comic decades later and also right lego batman yeah, and Lego Batman. Yeah. And listen, Billy D. Williams got uh, got a check for nothing. Yes. He got the same amount of money to be in a really bad movie instead to be nothing. To yes. do nothing. He got, so many people got paid off to not be in Batman forever. <laughs> I know. Didn't Marlon Wayans get a nice big check? Yeah, because he was be supposed Robin? to be Robin. Fucking wild. Yeah. Um, so Spidey runs out of web fluid, which will be a problem that dogs him in all these episodes. Like For some reason, these episodes really want to hammer home that Spider-Man needs to reload the web fluid. Web. Yeah. I like that. It always adds an element of tension. And, and, yes. and, uh, and, and it also is a great economic storytelling because in the early one, I don't remember if in the early one he has to reload, but like, I think he does. But, uh, you know, we're showing, this is how his, this is how the webbing works. Yes. This is how it works. He's got to put web cartridges in. Yeah, you got to put and also, pills in there and then all the webbing comes out of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the pills are. Maybe the pills are like, that's just the, yeah, I don't know. That's the supplements <laughs> for the webbing. It needs its it needs its daily supplements. That's um, right. They don't look like that in the comics, but whatever. Uh, so the the widow sprays. Spider Man's fighting the widow. It sprays the wall with some sort of kind of oil, and Spider Man's like, "It took out my spider stickiness." Uh, uh, so he ends up riding the widow. The Spencer confuses Flash for the real Spider Man, of course. And Spider Man does. This is actually pretty cool. This is a pretty good solution to the problem. Spider Man throws his web cartridges into the widow's propulsion. Uh, ties it up because I guess he reloaded, uh, and then and then because it can't jet away, it tosses it in the acid, which has to be. This is just a big open vat of acid that has to be an OSHA violation. 
There's no way. Uh, but also, I mean, like that is standard practices. I mean, that, how else are we going to get jokers and stuff? I mean, yeah. It's, listen, we if we're going to get some more jokers in here, we got to just have ass open vats of ass just open lying vats. around and big enough to like have giant mechs fall into them. Exactly, mech sized vats of acid that are strong enough to burn through this thing's armor. <laughs> um, so uh, the whole place explodes. Um, we do get a moment where like Flash and Spidey have like a heart to heart. Wow! Yeah. As everything's on fire, like, hey man, that wasn't cool. Flash is like, I don't know, I know, don't tell anybody. It's like, guys, you're on a ticking clock. This whole place is about ready to go up. You need to, you have this conversation later, um, right? Spencer does not get out. Spencer Smythe. Um, uh, before we resolve that, uh, back at Jameson's place, uh, Felicia's yelling at Flash. Which, how far away? How long did she wait around? How far away is the place that Flash is now back at the... Right. It, I mean, it is, it's her party. So I guess she's overseeing, like, everybody leaving. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. It, it, I, I got that, like, that was, like, the next day, but everyone's still wearing the same clothes, so yep. I don't know. Yeah, so it's it's weird. It's Listen, they didn't want to have to animate a whole other background. Um, uh-huh. Um, right. Then she says that Peter for being a coward, which I think is a little unfair because he was protecting his Aunt May. Yeah, a little harsh, but also uh, that's Peter Parker. That's the Parker yeah, luck, man. He got Parker smooched luck. and dumped at the same at, in, like, the, same, the same breath. <laughs> at the same, same party. Uh, J. John yeah. Jameson cans Brock, claiming that uh, he made J.J. look like a laughing stock, including Fox, which I have to imagine <laughs> was just a was just a dig at the, that was the Fox Kids of the network that this was on. Yeah, no, um, that's exactly what it was. But, yeah, Fox Fox is always a big on self-deprecation. The Critic did it, Simpsons did it. And yeah, it but it's also a little ahead of its time and how we'll view Fox News in the future. It's a, I it, know, yeah. that's really funny. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, meanwhile, Alistair is oh, just looking, pouting over the explosion that uh, made him lose his dad. Um, yeah. uh, and he like rewatches in his head and it's like we just saw it we don't, we I don't just know saw we it, just man, saw we it get it. Uh, Kingpin arrives and makes him a deal that if he makes new spider slayers to get revenge on the man responsible for his father's yep. disappearance it's like wait what Dis- I'm pretty sure that dude got blowed up like what do you mean he disappearance he did get blown up but then later they'll reveal he's actually on, in like a bubble somewhere like, oh they- Okay, I assume this was a censors show. thing like we can't say death or died or dead they definitely he's as far as I think everyone's concerned in this show, he's dead. He is dead. But we say disappearance but, for the kids. <laughs> but they also bring him back later. So, yeah, that's that. That's, that's yeah, well, there you go. That's, that's yeah, fucking wild. Fucking wild. So yeah. those are the first two episodes of Spider-Man, the amazing series. Uh, um, <laughs> the animated series. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so there is a chance that we, because we like to do this sometimes with our first first parts, that we drop them on live for the kids at home for free. If you're there and you want to hear us talk about the rest of the Spider-Man, the amazing, if you want to do that, you can go over to patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Uh, Sal, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me mainly over at youtube.com slash comic pop. It's the name of our brand. We got two channels, comic pop, comic pop returns, but you can find everything over on comic pop. Uh, subscribe, check it out and you'll enjoy me and my friends talking about comic books all day. It's great. Do yourself a favor and go over there. You can find me at DJ talks trash and you can find this show, all the only stupid answers stuff at only stupid answers, but on Twitter, yank out the vows from stupid and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.